What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bird Bros. It's Ron Brown holding it down with AD. We're the only two going right now. Trent and uh, AV are somewhere missing uh, in the upside down world. You know, if you watch Stranger Things, you'll know what that is. But, uh, man, AD, what's good, man? Where are those other guys at right now? I don't know. I mean, hey, we were going pretty hard on AB in the, on the uh, group me. So he may have just decided to sit this one out tonight. So. Yeah, it was it was definitely gonna be a we're gonna get on him because he was he's saying these four and three Falcons are are the same as the four and three Falcons of last year, which we're watching these games every week. I can't agree with that. No, I I don't agree. He was the only one. It was it was three against one. And um I, I just don't see it, which I know we'll get into that. But um I mean four and three, uh Definitely not happy with where the team is right now, but they showed a little bit of life last week. So hopefully they, you know, they've got to a turning point and, um, you know, they can come off of this road trip at two and three and, and go into the second half of the season at five and three. They they got a chance. Yeah. Yeah. It's been uh, that game this past, this past Sunday was pretty ugly from a aesthetic standpoint. A lot of rain it was about four or five, uh, quarterback, center quarterback exchanges that were flubbed, you know, with Alex Mack and Matt Ryan and, you know, a few drop passes that in any other condition might have been caught. So it was just an ugly game. But it was good to get a W out of that. It was well needed because, let's see, the last time we broadcast, I think me and a- A.V. did something before the Dolphins game. Uh, of course, that was an ugly loss. So good to get back on the winning track, like you said. Yeah, I mean, a victory is a victory, especially on the road. Um, and they show, you know, they show signs. You know, they got finally got some chunk plays. So you had Tevin with it was like a 40-plus yard run, and then they finally just said, screw it, and we're going to throw something deep to Julio and, you know, consequences be damned. And he came up with a play there. So it, signs of life, um, you know, not quite enough, but I don't know how much the conditions played into that. But, again, um Definitely a better performance than the week prior to that. Um, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Patriots game was just abysmal, and then um, you know the Dolphins game, which wasn't terrible, but at the same time, it's not a game you should lose at home. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, the main thing I think we've been harping on when we look at our group meetings and chat throughout the week is is just number one, the offense isn't the same, and number two, a point you brought up before we started broadcasting was. The defense, man, you know, the thing that that uh, Dan Quinn said, you know, we're going to be fast and physical. You draft last season, before last season, Deion Jones, Devondre Campbell, physical DBs like, you know, Keanu Neal. And uh, the defense has looked a step slower this year, more reactionary than assertive. Uh, yeah. Not been a good yeah. sign. No, and, and that's the part I don't understand more so than anything. The offense, to a certain degree – you know, you got injuries and things that they've had there. So it's not an excuse, but also um, trying to get adjusted to Sark, which clearly there's been some issues there. But, you know, from a defensive standpoint, um, they don't look nearly as fast as they looked last year. Um, they look hesitant. You know, um, they're, they're catching. So they're not, you know, they're catching tackles. If they're making tackles, they're not going up and really, you know, sticking people. So, um, it's concerning. That, the defense, they should have been building on the foundation that they started last year, whether it be talent or scheme. 
and that just doesn't seem to be happening right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely not the same. I mean, you still got your bright spots with Grady Jarrett, who I'm sure every team that's need that needs interior help is like, how did we miss him? And uh, you know, I think Deion, Deion Jones has been been a step slower this year, and you know, Duke Riley, who's been, who's injured, hadn't been what we thought he'd be. So there's a lot of questions. The Falcons signed Sean Witherspoon back. Random Spoons is back. What is his third stint with the team? So yeah, I mean, who knows who they'll sign? You know, coming up next with all these uh, some guys getting dinged up. I don't know if uh, Keith Brookin is out there to make some tackles after the uh, after a six yard game, but who knows? Oh man, don't, don't get me started on that one. <laughs> I may offend some Falcons fans with that one, but right, yeah. See, Trent just uh, sent me a text. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but he forgot. So let's see if he comes on. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the way they've been playing, it'll make you forget about wanting to get on these things. But, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, it's, um, again, though, you know, I think, I mean, I wanted to throw my computer and everything else out of the window um, at some point after that Patriots game. But, you know they 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 stopped the bleeding last week, so hopefully this is a um, you know it's a turn for the better somewhere. I mean, for me, the biggest concern is, is I think we talked about is the offensive play calling. It's just like some of the uh, the keep it simple, stupid ideas. You know, we may like even I mean we scored a touchdown on that bootleg on that first uh, on that first touchdown against the Jets, the bootleg to uh, to Hooper when we were thinking, hey, it's first and goal. Are we finally just going to run the ball up the middle at least once? And, uh, you know, a little misdirection and you throw the touchdown. But I think some of it, man, it's like what's happened in the Super Bowl was like, hey, we don't just – we're not just keeping it simple or at least doing the ideal thing instead of throwing some some trickery, whether it be that that reverse uh, to Taylor Gabriel against the Patriots that obviously didn't work and some other play calls. I mean – Last year, Cal Shanahan was the number one target for for Trent in all of his gripes, and even uh, 2015 as well. But but this year, if I put all my gripes on one guy, it's Sarkeesian. Yeah, it, it um, I don't I don't understand the play calling. I haven't understood it for a, a lot of this season. Um, I mean, I don't know even where to start. Um. You know, if I see if I got to look at Julio in the slot one more time, I think I'm on screen. <laughs> you know, and I, I get it. You want to move him around and get matchups, but um, sometimes you know you just got to put him out there and just let him go run and get something and make somebody stop him. Um, it's just frustrating how many times you look up and on a third and long or something like that, um, he's in the slot. And again, when when everything is rolling and you're mixing it up, I get it, but. You know, sometimes you just got to let him go up there and they got to beat him. And I know you're not going to get one-on-one coverage, but, um, you know, I think sometimes you just got to throw a 50-50 ball and, you know, everything else just kind of be damned. So, um, again, they, they they at least did that a little bit last last week. I, I wish I knew 100% where he locked up, but he was just kind of streaking down the field by the time he looked up. So, um, But Sark is it's interesting because it seems like, the first couple of games, he was down on the field. And for the most part, the offense was – it made a little bit more sense. It seemed to have a little bit more cohesion. And then he got moved up. And since he moved up, it then went from bad to damn near 
terrible. Yeah. Um, a little bit better last week. So I don't I feel like they hadn't got that part figured out of just where he's gonna call plays from. Yeah. Well, one thing, you know, there was a lot about well, number one, getting free uh Freeman and Coleman the ball, which you know they've been doing that a little more, but also getting to getting into Julio and he finally got his first touchdown in that Patriots game. I think he had about eleven or twelve targets. And of course came down with that that touchdown where he ripped it away from Malcolm Malcolm Butler. And then this past game with six targets. So I mean, you gotta think like, hey, we gotta get this ball, this guy at least some targets, get him in some situations that they that are advantageous for him, which you know most matchups are. But uh, you know, with with Coleman and Freeman, I think that's where it starts at, man. We gotta run the football more. And then, you know, open up that pass and just at least a semblance. If it looks, you know, seventy five percent of what that offense looked like last year. I mean, this team should have success. I can't really see any team in the league right now that says, I'll say it's, hey, this is a uh, playoff team. And we're joined by uh, our Charlotte residing bird, bro. Trent, what's up, bro? What's up? What's up, man? Sorry about that, fellas. Sorry about that, fellas. It's been a long day. It's all good. It's all good. Any, uh, we don't have AV on because I know uh, we were saying earlier, man, we're going to, Gang up on him because he's talking crazy, but uh, oh, any other observations? Yeah, that's the reason he didn't make it tonight. Uh, sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> sorry about that, listeners. Uh, we had a pretty impactful well, plan. We planned a pretty impactful show, but we had one of our uh, fellow bird bros. Had, I guess he had a situation pop up. But we can call it that if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, honestly, um, Rome and I we watched the Jets game together, and I mean it was ugly to watch. But I guess with this team now, I mean a win, I'll take a win. However, I can get it. Um, there's still many issues. I think for me, the biggest issue is um, our offensive play calling. I mean, I think one. I felt like. Julio, I think we had this conversation before. This was actually in the group me. And you guys were basically saying how Julio hasn't really been involved in his offense. And I guess at the time, I didn't think it was an issue. I think it was, I think my biggest focus with this offense should be we should run the ball and then we can play with our toys after we run the ball. But just watching the game on Sunday, I think Sark has to. I don't know what he's doing, but he has to make some type of effort to get Julio the ball because I think it was pretty evident Sunday that, I mean, Julio, like, there's – I don't know. I won't say he's not looking for Julio. I mean, not trying to get Julio involved intentionally because that's the quickest way to lose your job. But I think he just needs to make a bigger effort to get Julio involved. Yeah, we were actually just- – just talking about that, and um, it, you know, I, I, I wish I had gone back and watched the game a little bit, you know, watched the replay of the game. But so you had the the um, the post route that they hit on, and he did try and get them down there on the goal line uh, with a corner fade, but it went out of bounds. So it seems like they're trying to do it a little bit more. What I was complaining about before you came on was the fact that. They play him so much in the slot, and I just don't think they're putting him outside to get one-on-one matchups enough. Oh, yeah. Well, I say one-on-one. We know he's going to get double-teamed, but um, – It's easier to play him if he's in the slot. It's easier to double him. 
right. when he is when he is in a slot. I also I was talking to Rome um, on Sunday, and I remember how Cal Shanahan had this quick it's a quick little slant. So we made I think most times we if we're in like a run look I mean to me it looks like it's a run play called, and if the defense gives us gives Matt Ryan a different look, then he'll run that quick slant to Julio. Most times it was to Julio. And I hadn't seen that play yet this year. And that's a quick six, seven yard play. I mean, and most times we would run that out of a running play. So I, it was just, it's funny that I don't see many of the, which is, I guess, going into the season, that was going to be my, that was a, my biggest question with Sark was his in-game um, adjustments and just how he calls the game, actually. It's just, I think one of the, well, the actual player didn't come out. I think um, this was Von McClory. He said one of the players or a couple players came up to him and, and was just saying that uh, basically like his play calling is very unorganized. It's not, um, I guess, deception like Shanahan was. Like he'll run a play in first quarter just because he knows, okay, third quarter, that same play, we, we can get a big play out of it. Said he seems like, <laughs> I guess, for worse words, that basically uh, – uh, Sark, it seems like Sark is just playing Madden over there with him. So I think that was my issue going into the season, or my question going into the season was how how was his in-game adjustments and how was his uh, game play calling, and I just think he's failed to this point. Yeah, we knew we all we all know that uh, Shanahan was on your hit list in what 2015, a little bit of last year, but but now that's the new OC. So I guess I, mean, I just don't like I don't I guess I just don't like OCs. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Do you all see a scenario where, I mean, you know, we want to think optimistically, but we want to be realistic. Say this team doesn't achieve or, hey, gets bounced out of playoffs in the first game uh, that Sarkeesian is replaced. Do you all see a scenario where that happens? I would say no. I mean, unless they just go into a collapse, um, I'd be hard-pressed to think that that would be be what I, – I, I don't see that necessarily, so I would say no. Yeah, I think the only way that does happen this soon is if it's something off the field. Like if it, I mean, of course. <laughs> oh, here we go. I don't. I know. Like, of course, of course, that is still out there. But hey, I wouldn't even be mad at him if he, <laughs> come on, if he had to hit up a bar after this. Oh, come on. I, I tell you what, if I got to watch uh, Tor Lolo drop another four yard pass, I start drinking too. <laughs> Cold bloody. I mean, come on, but, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Toy I mean, Lolo, I mean, that's – hey, he's there to block. The, he's there to block. Let's keep yeah, it. or it depends on who's out there. Like, I mean, of course, if this continues and you have some hot market um, with some, I guess, some hot offensive coaches or offensive minds on the market, then I think you have to do your uh, – you have to do yourself that like option and just see what's out there. Cause I mean, this is pretty bad, honestly. I mean, he was inherited the number one offense in the league and maybe even like one of the greatest offenses ever. True. And you can't like, and this is what we get. So, I mean, at, this, uh, at the same time to even think about him being fired sounds of course I get it. It sounds kind of ridiculous, but when you look at the position that he's, he was, it, like put into, I mean, come on, man, you gotta do better than this. Yeah, I mean, I, would, I, I guess I'm jumping the gun, but it was just something I thought about with 
the struggle so far. I will say this, though. It's not 100% on the offense. The defense is not getting turnovers. True. Um, they're not stopping people. I mean, you know, they're not getting three and outs. The field position has been terrible. And, you know, it's only so many 75. And they did a good job of that last year. But I don't think, you know, they hadn't put the offense in great positions to get easy points and things of that nature. I mean, how many times have you seen them let a team at a minimum go from the 20, their own 20 to the Falcon side of the ball um, side of the field. And so you lost the field position battle. So um, all that stuff works in concert. So it's not a hundred percent on the offense. I can't, it's not been many times that they've gotten good field position uh, for the other side of the ball. I agree with you, but at the same time, I mean, this the, I, I didn't have many hopes on the defense Anyway, I, I felt like this was a bend but don't break defense. And this defense is actually won what we they won two games for us. I, I, I know for sure they won the Detroit game and they won the Chicago game. Our offense is honestly, they only look good against Green Bay. I mean, even the defense um, on Sunday, they they were better than our offense. So Honestly, I, I still feel like, yeah, the field position isn't is a thing. But last year, I mean, I felt confident with this, with this offense getting the ball anywhere. I mean, if we, if we started on our own five, I still was confident that we were going to get some points out of that drive. With this offense, it's like, okay, just don't turn the ball over. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, but but I guess my point is that it all is all part of one bigger thing. So the flip side to that is the offense hadn't done much. To your point, you know, how many games have we lost? Seven to, you know, where 24, 26, 27 points, which you should be able to score in general, let alone with this offense, should have won the game. So exactly. I'm not saying that it's all on the defense or all on the offense. Neither one has been – well, the offense has just been bad. So let me just cut through the BS. But the defense, <laughs> it ain't, it's not as simple as, well, they only gave up 17. If they if you can't get off the field and the offense is sitting on the sideline most of the game, it's seventeen. But you're also not giving you a chance the other side to score either. So, yeah, yeah. Well, look, you know we're headed into a uh, division play this weekend with uh, the Panthers. Uh, I I think we've talked about it before. More hate, most hated the Panthers or the Saints when it comes to our rivals. Oh, it, it let let it let's not be confused. There's only one correct answer to this. It's it's the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Yeah, we've but talked. Man, you know, I think. Well, I guess with me being a Charlotte resident, yeah. yeah, I think recent. I think, of course, the Falcons Saints has always been the rival, but I think recently it has became the Panthers because I think recently it's it's been the Panthers and Falcons division. So most times these games decide um, the division. So I think with that's why, like, these games have are always playoff atmosphere games or playoff filling um, games. So I think in recent years it has been the um, Panthers-Falcons or even, of course, Cam is from Georgia. Um, Panthers fans would, uh, would uh, basically rule the Georgia Dome. I think, like, the last couple of years in the Georgia Dome, outside of last year, of course, I mean, when, when the Panthers played, you would hear Luke champs 
I mean, Luke Chance in uh, the Georgia Dome. So I think in recent years, it's became Panthers Falcons. And I mean, you know, we're we going to have the Panthers bros on here in the next uh, coming up in the next segment. So we'll, we'll take a quick break and we'll kind of decide that. I think I'm, I'm with you as the Saints, but we'll talk to some Panthers, uh, a couple Panthers fans and, and see what's going on. And, you know, they got a, a trade that went down and, hey, it's going to be a good, it's about to, it's about to heat up for real. All right, so let's take a quick break. All right, we're back for the segment. Talk to uh, some Panthers fans. I guess you can call us behind enemy lines. We hadn't done this, what, probably a couple years since the first season. But, hey, we're going against the Panthers, one of our hated rivals, and we got two Panthers fans on. We got Parker, Helen from the Bull City, and then we got my man Haywood. Uh, who lives in Charlotte, but is uh, what from a country town somewhere? I don't mean I don't want to mess up whatever the name of the town is. But fellas, what's up with y'all? Not much. What's going on, man? Not much. Hey, Will, what's good, man? I'm mute your mic. We can see you muted. Yo, what's going on, brothers? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that town is Baton, North Carolina. Baton, North Carolina. All right. I, I I thought it was that, but I wasn't sure. So. Anybody from Bay, North Carolina listening, you got a fellow home. Definitely never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, man, it's, it's like I said, division play is about to start. Falcons are sitting at four and three. The Panthers uh, are, what are y'all at, five and three? Five and three. Five and three. And, I mean, a lot is going on, man. The Panthers just traded former first-round pick Kelvin Benjamin to the Bills. So the big question right now is, What's up with the wide receiver situation and, and the weapons in general? Uh, I mean, either one of y'all brothers lead it off. Where, where do y'all see the Panthers going when it comes to the passing game? Everywhere. Just there's really no direction with this right now. Uh, trading your number one, that's 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 pretty bad. I mean, it, it's just like any type of business. You can't trade your you can't trade an asset like that without getting equal or greater return for it. Especially when you sit in five and three, like, well, we we've had one division game, five and three, uh, on the board to make the playoffs, and then just gonna switch everything up. We're gonna leave everything to the unknown. We're gonna throw a rookie and Curtis Samuel. We've never seen him line up at the one, the two. We see him on some jet sweeps. Funches has had a decent season for number two. Now he's like thrusting in there, into number one. That's it's just kind of weird. You don't really know what to make of it yet. So, I mean, I heard – I think I might have read and heard that there was some uh, discontent with, with how Benjamin has been doing. Not, I mean, I think he walked out of practice or something and said he was hurt. And then, um, of course, there's already some other injuries. What was your reaction when you heard the trade? Hey, what? Were you, were you surprised? Were you like, damn, should we got – I mean well, – I, I was a little bit shocked. I was surprised uh, about the trade and – like you said, what well, we got in return for the value of Kevin Benjamin's uh, first round pick, and we got a third and a seventh round, I believe. But at the same time, you look back in 2015 when he was hurt, uh, it opened up the field for more receivers to step up and for Cam to spread the ball around. And I feel like that's what we're the same options we're going right now. More options on the field, get more speed. And you also got to look at we got speed on the field so we can take the top off of defense. That crowding. They put eight, nine guys in the box. They know what's coming because we don't got nobody, no vertical threat down the field. 
So I'm kind of Ted Gingo, Ted Gingo, right? Yeah, Ted Gingo, but also look at Samuels. You got Samuels, you got Bird coming off the injury, you got Shepard. Um, McCaffrey can line up in the slot and take the um, top off the defense. So I'm kind of excited. I think it's a good – actually, I think it was a kind of a great move because he really hadn't had no productivity this year. You know, he's been hurt. He came in trading camp overweight. So that right there was like a, a shock to me right there. When you come into camp and you come overweight off a down year, uh, that kind of opened up my eyes a little bit right there from, from the get-go since camp started. Uh, yeah, I did resign a secret weapon, right? Uh, your boy. Versus <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> not a secret. <laughs> He's not a secret weapon. <laughs> yeah, not a secret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AD, y'all, AD, Trent, y'all got anything to ask these boys? Because, I mean, that's that Charlotte connection. Well, not only Charlotte, but Wofford College. You know, hey, you get a guy from your alma mater, you just want to put him in your – bring him into your business. So, I guess that's what Jerry Richardson has done the past few years with him, with uh, Burson. Yeah, I I feel like this was a Jerry Richardson move, the trade itself. I mean, I mean honestly, because Marty Herney is your interim GM, so I don't think he's calling any shots. Really, his is just like, all right, get us through this season, basically. So I think this was all Jerry Richardson basically having enough of um, Kelvin Benjamin, and it's just like, all right, let's get him out of here. Um, I don't think it will. I think it may it may work long term, but I mean, right? Like like Parker was saying, uh, your team is five and three right now. You're in the middle of of the season. Why would you trade away your, like you said, your best asset? I I mean, I, I know Funches has had a, a decent or a better year, one of his best years for average career, but um, Benjamin has been the best receiver with uh, Olsen off the field, so. Hey, I'm glad we're playing y'all on Sunday because I'm pretty sure right now y'all have a bunch of locker room issues. Everyone, just like they didn't trust Gettleman, they're having those issues right now. Like, what are we doing as an organization? So, hey, see you Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a very interesting matchup this weekend. But uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm eager to see the matchup. You know, we owe y'all. I like how y'all embarrassed us to call in the first matchup last year. So I'm just kind of see what the defense is going to be. I'm just a little nervous about the offense. Um, we got to get the run game started. So if we can run the ball, y'all going to be in trouble. Well, we got the same questions with our offense. I mean, we've been on national TV a little bit. So, of course, everybody has seen it's not the same juggernaut as last year. And, uh, of course, Ben Rickery is not, is not out there. We can just <laughs> – we got to find that guy. Because last year, Julio had, what, 296 or something crazy like that? So, that's what we're looking for again. But our defense is, um, I'll say, is 10 times better than it was last year. <laughs> um, we got a couple the rookies, corners. They're not rookies no more. So, um, we shall see. Kirk Coleman's back. Um, we got Luke back. Uh, we got JP, the pass rush. He's been doing big things, him and Mario Addison. So it's gonna it's a different team than last year. So I'm 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 very eager to see. I mean, y'all was um I'm just worried about y'all defense, y'all speed, y'all can run with us on defensive side. But offense, can we cover Julio? That's the big question. He said our defense is fast, AD. What do you, what's your response to that? <laughs> um track speed. 40 times, yeah. They're not playing that way right now, which is the problem. So, um, which 
you know, against somebody like Cam, if they're hesitant. I mean, really, if you look at it, the things they haven't been good at this year, tackling and just not – they just don't seem to be um, playing downhill. You know, that, that'll get you beat against somebody like Cam, so. Yeah, man, I mean, it's just a lot of questions. I don't think it's – last year there was kind of – you know, the Panthers were a little bit shaky and, and the Falcons were kind of rolling, starting to roll. So a lot more questions coming into this game compared to last year where, you know, it wasn't really – we knew coming to the game, Falcons, at least I had – we were pretty confident the Falcons would take care of business. But with all the questions with injuries and inconsistent play, I mean, Fal- I mean Panthers have found a way to win. Falcons as well, looking at our first couple of games where we – came down to the last play literally on both of those games so now got that w time to start rolling especially against y'all boys i really thought it's gonna be tough (laughs) yeah i think this game i don't i still don't believe in the saints well they beat the panthers earlier this uh season but i don't believe in the saints so i do believe that it may not be this game. It may be that uh, that New Year's game. But I think <clears throat> these two teams, the winner of the, those games or this game, will uh, will win the division. I don't. I don't think the Saints will keep up with. Well, they're rolling now, but I don't think they can um, do it for much longer. Can we just all agree that as much as we don't like each other, the last damn thing we want to see is New Orleans win anything. Period. I've just gotten so accustomed to being like seven and nine. Like I really want them to implode and just go seven and nine. Well, you know we can, we can y'all, unify that one. y'all started this this run also. Y'all could have ended their season pretty early in the. <laughs> it was it was early in the season, but y'all could have ended it. Put the blame on us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sorry, sorry, the game. Well, um, but yeah, the Saints are their hot team right now. Drew B. Drew Brees is playing good ball. Um, you got. Tippy hats off to them. The offense is rolling. Defense is starting to come around. Um, There's a scary team. They have sleepers. Um, still can't sleep on them. They, Drew Brees still can light up the scoreboard. So, still got to respect. That's a Panthers fan. I don't know. We don't nah. talk that around. Yeah, we don't anymore. respect them nah, at all. Definitely not. <laughs> That's, what happens. That's what happens when you catch an L. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all got to be a little humble right now. We, <laughs> we still talking reckless over here. Yeah, especially after that last game with you. I mean, he just well, he just put up another big game. We have 300, 400 yards again. Man, that's that's that Baton North Carolina Southern hospitality. <laughs> oh, you right. oh, over here, I mean, if AV was on, he'll tell you know he have his own he has his own segment where he talks about why the Saints suck every week, and all my. Everybody on the collie knows that he's the biggest Saints hater and Cam Newton. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. Yeah, that he couldn't come today because I know Parker has some words for him. And I he think was- y'all got a bet going on, right? Like some kind of Avi bet on the on the collie. Oh, no, nah, he lost that last Avi bet. He's been ducking me for a minute. He didn't respond to the next one. Okay. Ooh, there we go. You know. Got to make sure uh, Av listen. I'll make a clip of that <laughs> and let him. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to our big game this weekend, my biggest question will be for you guys. How do y'all feel y'all met, uh, will match up with once we uh, put that feet on the field? How y'all think y'all match up with Samuels, McCaffrey, Shepard, 
funds and stored in the game at the same time and respecting Cam Newton's running ability. That's, I mean, I feel like that's what our defense is built for is, is playing this type of off playing against this type of offense. I mean, if, if Deion Jones and Devondre Campbell and, and Keanu Neal coming downhill, they're as advertised or, you know, what they were drafted to do and then they'll be able to match up. But as AD said, been a step slower on the field. So this will really be the, the first big test of uh, a mobile quarterback, if I'm not mistaken, this season. So we got to see what's happening. Well, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, yeah. I think, um, honestly, I guess the biggest matchup for me would probably be how we handle Jonathan Stewart. Because like, I mean, like Rome was just alluding to, we're, our defense, we have the speed. But if a team want to run it down our throat, pause, then that's how you beat that's how you beat our defense. So I think that's gonna be the issue is how we deal with uh Jonathan Stewart. That's if he still got it. I haven't seen it like at all this whole season though. I haven't what? seen him I haven't seen him break anything open. Uh it like he's just not I mean I'm used to him like running people over, like getting some type of yards after the after hit. I mean, it, yeah. I feel like if y'all there, y'all gonna get him on a tackle, and then same thing with uh, McCaffrey. I'm I'm looking at his college film. He's juking people left and right. And, like he's just juke once and then fall to the ground and get hit. Yeah, I think like y'all, y'all like well, like us, y'all are having some OC issues also. So I think Shula is really like it seems like y'all trying to feed McCaffrey thirty, forty times a game. Wait. They, Shula is still there? Shula is going to stay there, too. I feel like he's <laughs> <laughs> Who does he have photos of? He got to be. <laughs> and, I'm saying that, and I'm saying that out of sympathy for y'all, so that's not even a shot at y'all. I'm just, I mean, damn. I might, I might trade him for Sark right now, though. Ooh, ew, ooh. It's iffy. It's iffy. Sark or Shula. It's a, it's, it's a debate. It's only bad yeah. for the Falcons because y'all actually have, like, good personnel and I feel like y'all should be able to move it a lot easier. Yeah, it is uh is the county Charlotte in a dry county that would probably impact come on man. (laughs) 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 Is that Mecklenburg? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that's a good one. He's gonna stock up on Saturday. He'd be all right. (laughs) Damn. Well, I would, I would agree so with you. I would agree with you. I feel like we're trying to uh, feature McCaffrey a little too much. I think we need to get back to the old Smash Mouth football with the fullback, double tight ends, run that ball. See, I'm offensive lineman. I play offensive lineman in college. I also believe in just running the ball. Uh, that's what they get, big guys. And also, a lot of our struggles that we uh, go to the offensive line had been performing. You got uh, Khalil has been out. He only played one game this season. Um, his brother is um he's banged up a left tackle. I mean, out of that Trey, I would have thought at least we would have got a lineman in return, knowing that we need help up front, and we didn't. Only thing we got was draft picks. So at least tell us that now we kind of, in my in my opinion, feel like we're building for next year a little bit, you know. But I'm like, like you said, we in the middle. We were second place right now, in the middle of the, in the run. Like I rather see some investment come back, but we shall see on Sunday. Uh, you can tell by Cam Newton's press conference yesterday, he's very frustrated, you know. That's every press conference. He's <laughs> 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 but, 
Well, I'm saying, but you actually can see it now. Like he's really frustrated because he's not getting protected. He's not. Um, the play calling is not there. I mean, you see it every Sunday. Ever since that, ever since I say, ever since after that Detroit game, it's, it's been going downhill ever since then. Well, hey, before we finish, uh, I don't know how should we do it. Should we go down line prediction? I mean, of course, everybody wants their team to win. I want to see. What, what, what do you want to say? I mean, AD is our Vegas. He does the lines and everything. What should we, What's the uh, what should we say? Oh, what kind of prediction should we, we go lines over under? What should we do? Oh man, you didn't put me on the spot. I didn't pull him up ahead of time. I mean, well, not not necessarily that. Even I if you just said it's be over, over anyway, over like if we do yeah. points, over under thirty, you know what, 35, 40, 39. I think it'll be over fifty. Really? Total point? Hold on. Uh, yes, I think it'll be over fifty. Man, that's that's aggressive, man. Yeah, Both teams. I mean, that's we don't know uh, who's gonna be on the field. I, yeah, I mean the, <laughs> Vegas is 44, 43 and a half. Yeah, I don't I don't see fifty. I see fifty. Uh, I see I think we finally get back in the thirties, man. I, <laughs> I I understand y'all the Panthers feel like they got a good defense. I don't want to hear that. I mean y'all <laughs> Of course you wanna hear that. <laughs> I, I no, I just don't believe it, honestly, because of the uh your strength of schedule. I mean did Brady put just, up? Did Brady put up over thirty points on us? How much did he put up? I think he put put up with maybe ten or seventeen points. I believe. Yeah, or I think that, that was seventeen. If, it was seventeen. If that, you know, so you got to. Uh, we'll see you Sunday, but I think that your defense is kind of is kind of overrated. Because well, what did Philly do to your defense? You want to talk about Brady? Y'all? Let's talk about Carson Wentz in Philly. But I mean, like they, I said, they, I, I mean, they only put up. They only put up twenty. Uh, twenty was it twenty four? I think it was twenty eight, twenty three, something like that. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't twenty four. I mean, two. But anyway, putting numbers up on everybody. Anyway, like you said, what they put numbers up on everybody though. Yeah. Oh, I agree, but I'm just saying his defense is is kind of and overrated. also Luke Luke got hurt in the second quarter and played. That had a lot to do with. At the time he was playing, Philadelphia only had three points. Doesn't mind you that I was at the game. Actually, man, y'all <laughs> love that <laughs> white court. <quarterback. laughs> <laughs> y'all love Luke Keekly. And he's heck of a it player. Did. Just because he gets away with a bunch of uh, pass interference. Nah. But like I said, we'll see it on Sunday. I I believe that we'll hit 30. I'll be crazy. Yeah, my prediction of score will be, I'll say it's going to be 1721 Carolina. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going with that, that line that AD said, what, 44 and a half? Yeah, well, uh, 44, 43 and a half. 43 uh, and a half. I'll take that Panther. Yeah, Panthers minus one. So that's pretty much Vegas saying Falcons. So, which I'm not going to disagree with. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going 31 20. You don't have to ask who. Who that is. (laughs) If if they put up 31 points, I'm meeting the plane at Hartsfield. With a fifth of the best of whatever <laughs> Sark wants. <laughs> that boy there is cold-blooded. I'm, I'm on record. Oh, I had some Josh Gordon stuff lined up too, but I'm going to just let that ride this week. Is Josh Gordon coming back? I know that's not pertaining to anything. I think, I, I, yeah, I think November 27th. November 22nd. Jay Richardson. <laughs> yeah, right. 
He might go pick. He might go get him. <laughs> no, I mean, why would you? When uh, when you, I don't know if y'all remember when Josh Gordon got in trouble. Some dude from North Carolina that that he was in trouble with or something like that. So I don't know if that's oh, the best uh, place for him. Greg Little. Yeah, uh, probably oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, well, it's gonna be something to see this this weekend. Um, uh, so we shall see uh, which team may the best team win. But I still think we're gonna Cam Newton gonna come over the fourth quarter drive and uh, put us over. It's gonna be like seventeen fourteen going into the fourth quarter. And Cam is gonna have last minute drive, put us up twenty one seventeen. Okay. Good imagination. <laughs> <laughs> also, but before I wanted to ask y'all, uh, well, earlier we were talking, we were asking what is the biggest, I guess, NFC South rival? Is it Falcons Saints? I think for the Falcons, it may be the Saints. For the Panthers, is it the Saints or the Falcons? definitely Tampa Bay? Oh, it's it is. definitely Tampa Bay. Yeah, I forgot about it really that. Yeah. For Panthers, it is Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. As the biggest rival? And then can, for the yeah, Panthers, Panthers yeah. and Tampa Bay, that's always been yeah, it's always been a a big rival between us. Uh then I'll say then it comes against y'all. Ever since I've been a Panthers fan, Bay versus Carolina is our biggest uh our biggest rival game. See, I feel like recently it's became Panthers Falcons over any other squad, but I I forgot about Tampa Bay, uh Carolina. Well, there we go. We just had a the schooling session on, on their rival because I would have thought it was us, but I don't know. Maybe that's the Cam Newton effect. And then, you know, Charlotte is trying to be like Atlanta. <laughs> but I don't really mean to offend you, Trent, but, but the, we, not we, we will be better than Atlanta. Let's be there. Man, you know, y'all moving to Atlanta, so no need. <laughs> Eventually, y'all going to be like you too, Trent. So. Oh, I'm already trying to get there. <laughs> there you go. But hey. Wait, what? Trent, where are you watching the game at Sunday? At Bank of America Stadium. Are you going to ask what, what section are you going to be at? Uh, 120, like the little corner section. All right. I'm trying to see if I can get a steal on some tickets. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. right. If y'all go to the game, I'll, I'll let y'all uh, exchange y'all information or share each other's information. Cause, uh, hey, for anybody listening, just because he gave y'all the section, don't pull up on Trent like it's all, <laughs> it's all good. Y'all, Do y- y'all know they turned Trent into a meme. Uh, <laughs> 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 at a Panthers yeah. bar. Yeah, they got me. Oh, man. I was at a Panthers bar with my Falcons jersey on. <laughs> oh, sick. I hope oh, make sure you bring, you bring your handkerchief or something, man, and wipe them tears out your eyes after Sunday. Oh, no. You know, last, last time I was at the Panthers-Falcons game, that was Christmas last year, and every – all the Panthers fans, the little kids are crying, leaving the stadium. It's going to be the same thing this Sunday, man. I want to see all the little kids crying with the Cam Newton jersey on. I want to see all of it. I love it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, wow. well, hey, look. Hey, Wood, Parker, appreciate y'all coming on, representing y'all team. You know, we'll, we'll send out the tweet with everything. And, uh, of course, post it on the Collie. Shout out to Collie.com for always supporting us and, fueling a lot of the banter that we have on here. So, also, as always, shout out to my bros, Trent and uh, AD. Shout out to AV, wherever he might be at. But uh, it's another episode of Bird, bros. We'll check We'll check back next week. Or, hey, you know, we haven't really been consistent, but we're still out there, even if we don't tweet. We're out there somewhere. 
watching. I got one thing. I got one more add on a side note. I've had, I have to say, though, on a side note, Aggie Pride, by the way. Man, you can get out here with that stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> Messing up my podcast talking about North Carolina A&T. But, hey, North Carolina Central, we doing our thing, too. Shout out to the MIAC. All right, that's it. Burr Bros, we out. <laughs>